0: What's up, vitamin leaders? Welcome back to Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. I am your host, T.J. Reed, and I am so grateful that you have come back for episode seven. Makes it sound so official, right? When you say episode seven. It's been a fun journey so far. I just got uh, some of our first pieces of fan mail last week. Uh, someone wrote in and said, TJ, what you talked about in the new leader in the room series is exactly what I've been going through over the last three months as a new leader in my organization. And that was so helpful. It reflected a lot of what I've seen happening. And so thank you for that. I'm going to continue to listen to the podcast. And so I got excited about that. It's some fan mail, somebody that just said, Hey, this is, this is helpful. This is important. And so If you haven't listened to it, I think especially part one of uh, the new leader in the room is a great start if you're starting new on a team or as a new leader uh, to begin to understand uh, how to approach your work there as a leader. And so today we are here for part three of our Healthy Doses series We've talked about two others before. We talked about our vitamins of vitamin A and vitamin B, right? Uh, the first is a healthy dose of action that all leaders on a regular basis need a healthy dose of action in their life, that they're not people that are paralyzed uh, by analyzing all the time, but that they take some steps to take action in what they're doing. And then the, the, the last one we talked about was a healthy dose of books and other learning that it's important that as a leader you're continuing to grow and develop your skill set and be a better person because the first person you got to lead is yourself. And so today, the third part of our series is that we need a healthy dose of calm, our vitamin C, a healthy dose of calm. I hope you've seen the early 2000s movie Anger Management with Adam Sandler and Jack Nicholson. If you have, then uh, just say with me that Calming phrase that Jack Nicholson teaches all of his clients, and that's goose fraba. Even if you haven't seen the movie, why don't you say it with me? Goose fraba. Throughout this movie, Jack Nicholson is teaching this chaotic group of people to use these phrases and these things to calm themselves down when their anger is getting out of control. And I find it funny to, to, to use that goose for And so if you've done that in your car, man, I hope somebody saw you do that. I hope that it's summertime or springtime and your windows are down and somebody heard that while you're in traffic and that you just made their day and they're going to go tell somebody at work about that. <laughs> Leaders, I don't think that chaos is the opposite of calm in our culture. I think that distraction is. You ever heard that uh, quote by Henry David Thoreau where he said, most people live lives of endless desperation. I recently heard somebody say that it's different in our day and age, that most people live lives of endless distraction. That's the curse of our age. That it's not that our lives are too chaotic, but that we are constantly distracting ourselves from the reality of the moment of where we're at. Did you know that on average, people are on their devices 24 hours a week as of 2018? Dang, Gina, that's a lot of time. 24 hours a week, people are on their phones. That's like a part-time job. That's doing another degree. That's whatever you want to look at. That's a lot of time to be spending on your device. So what I want to try to tackle today is addressing that distraction and beginning to ask ourselves, what brings calm into our day? What brings calm into our day? Because we need every leader needs a healthy dose of calm. Leaders a lot of times like to just tackle the next mountain, the next hill. But in order to be effective and understand and review what you've learned, you need a healthy dose of calm in your life. It's like when you ride the roller coaster, right? They, they say, hey, do not lift the lap bar until this ride comes to a complete stop. So where, that's what I'm asking you is where are those places in your life where the ride comes to a complete stop? Where do you do that? Here's a couple ways that I do it. I'm by no means an expert and I and really my whole purpose in developing this podcast is that you'll go find some resources that can help you with this. I'm going to share a few things I've learned, but there's a lot better people that can teach you about having a healthy dose of calm in what you do. But here's some things that I've learned. The first thing is that I will when I need a healthy dose of calm, I will exercise to clear my head. Now you might feel like hey TJ exercise isn't calm. And you're you're right, but Ultimately, what I've learned personally is that negative thoughts, they thrive on pent up stress inside of us. Have you experienced that? That when you're really stressed and you just don't have an outlet for that, that negative thoughts just are, are thriving and they're just, they're more frequent inside of you. And so exercise literally is a physiological thing that happens that makes you feel better in your brain when you exercise. It's important that we do stuff like that so that we can not just get stuck with this big ball of stress inside of us. So that's one thing that I do. Another thing is that I try to go to things that are paper instead of electronic. So if we're spending 24 hours a week on our devices, man, how much more important is it that we will use paper things? There's a there's a kinesthetic sort of that uh, they've even proven. Michael Hyatt writes about this in some of his leadership writings that there's something different that happens in your brain when you do things on paper rather than electronically. And I, I believe that's true. If you need a healthy dose of calm, try to do some things on paper. My boss and I we always joke around that when we're getting really serious about putting new ideas in place, we'll start to write things down on pieces of paper, just blank pieces of paper. we won't be sending memos or notes or things like that electronically we'll We'll find those things and we'll be writing them down and sketching them on paper together because it's just something different activates inside of your brain there even for for me personally i'll do paper books or I'll do journaling on paper uh. Even though I know it's an electronic, one of the decisions I made last year was that I wanted a Kindle paperweight because I wanted to stop being distracted by the Internet stuff on my phone when I was reading in the Kindle app on my phone. And I wanted to just devote myself to reading and absorbing that information instead of trying to just consume and post and social media and all that other sort of stuff while I was going through that. So paper instead of electronic is another thing that I've done. Uh, Praying and meditating. I find it so important to do this to remind myself that I'm not in control. To calm my mind. Man, have you ever calmed your mind and realized that person's not as much of a monster as I thought that they were? <laughs> Sometimes we like to keep the fight up, the, the fight or flight sensation, right? We like to keep fighting. And and eventually the, the problem is, is when you don't bring calm you find every person becomes a fight and every situation becomes a fight and you give energy to everything instead of energy to the things that are most important. And so praying and meditating, reflecting, talking to God, talking to w- whatever you consider outside of you, right? And, and saying, I'm not necessarily in control of this world. I can control what I want to do, but I need some, some centralization of myself. I need to remind myself that my opinions, my thoughts aren't all that there are. That that person's not a demon, even though they might act like it. Man, I'll, I'll tell you what, sometimes when I get calm and I just quiet myself, I begin to see that person differently that I was so frustrated with. Do you? And then finally... Take a day off a week. I encourage you to do that. For me, I I typically take a sundown to a sundown, a Friday night to a Saturday night, or a Saturday night to a Sunday night, or whatever it is for you if you work in uh, a business that works on the weekends. Whatever that is, take a sundown to a sundown. It's so important to remind yourself that the world can keep running without you. None of us are needed that badly. We're not the Harlem Globetrotter that's holding the globe on our hand, that we need to be the ones that just keep spinning it. The world runs without us. So take a day off a week. The fact is, guys, and gals, we calm ourselves to direct ourselves. We've got to get a healthy dose of calm so that we can direct ourselves differently, that we would reflect on our days so that we don't do the same things over and over again in the future, that we do review and then we revise how we respond to the world around us going forward. When uh, I first started uh, dating my wife, uh, one of my best friends uh, lived up in New England with her as well, and he would drive me around these crazy things called the S-curves there in Providence, Rhode Island. And uh, they would tell me all the time, people get in accidents on here all the time because they don't know how to take the curve, Right. And I think it's the way that way with us that so many people are just running and staying busy that they don't know how to take the curves that you got to slow down so that you can accelerate and then take the curve. But if you don't slow down, if you don't calm yourself, you can't take the curve. And how often does that happen to us in our lives? That if we don't slow down, if we don't calm ourselves, when the curve comes, it becomes a curveball that just knocks us completely off course let me encourage you that some of the curve balls can be mitigated by slowing down and calming yourself. I hope some of these things I've shared today are really helpful to you to, to exercise, to go paper instead of electronic, to pray or meditate, to take a day off a week, to slow down so that you can take the curve. It's so important because If you just keep distracting yourself, you may, you you not may, you will not make the progress that you could if you were to slow down, reflect and revise how you're going to do moving forward. So that's a healthy dose of calm. That's a good vitamin C, isn't it? That's, that's something that we can all do to kind of just like Jack Nicholson's, what's your goose fraba that you're going to do in your life uh, going forward this week? What's that thing you're going to do today? How do you find your calm? Find that and practice that on a daily basis so that you can be healthy, so that you can take the curves when they come and to be effective as a leader, a healthy dose of calm. I hope this was helpful today. Man, we we have a Facebook group now, a vitamin lead Facebook group. Check us out. Join us on there. Send us a Facebook messenger. Tell us your leadership story. Tell us maybe something that you've learned from this podcast. We would love to hear from you. And then if you don't want to do the Facebook thing, man, Find us on uh, email, email us at vitaminleadteam at gmail.com. We would love to hear your story, just like that person that wrote to us about their, uh, them enjoying the new leader in the room series. Tell us what you're learning. I want to share, start to share some of these stories on the podcast so that we can really build a community. So it's not just the principles that I'm sharing, but it's what you've seen in your life and leadership because all of our experience together can probably make a much more effective leader than any of us are uh, singularly uh, today. And so I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us for Vitamin Lead today, your healthy dose of leadership. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.